Satnam and welcome. Happy Moon Day to all of you. So here's the thing. It is just known throughout like spiritually or scientifically that we are running on some kind of subconscious, mental, ancestral program 90 to 95% of our day. That's insane. 90 to 95% of your day, you are not conscious. The truth is that a lot of these programs can easily be disrupted. And in order to disrupt them, we have to start listening to our intuition and to our guidance. And we're not. And when we are not listening to our intuition, that inner voice, that inner guidance, we keep repeating these programs. And then we wonder why the toxic relationship patterns continue, why we're constantly mentally ill or even physically, why we are constantly hitting plateaus in the money that we make. All of these are patterns that through the inner work can be disrupted and through developing this one very important thing, which we're going to talk about today. So let's talk about the very important thing, as well as all these amazing things that you have to look forward to in the month of December, that we get to welcome this powerful, powerful week. Satnam, a beautiful goddess, is a beautiful sovereign woman. How is everyone doing? Let me know in the chat if you're feeling this new energy of like the closing of a very, very powerful month of learning a lot of lessons. I know for me, this November has been a lot of gratitude. It's really geared towards that. If you think about it, like Thanksgiving and uh, the things that we, if you do celebrate it or not, which I was telling everyone that I believe like in the next, in under 10 years, we're going to change why we celebrate Thanksgiving to actually a celebration of honoring Native Americans and the indigenous ancestors that actually first uh, we're here in this and what is known today as the United States of America. So for me, like the holiday was just a celebration of being with family and gratitude, while at the same time is like, oh my gosh, so much going on personally and in my business that it's like, it's just been beautifully overwhelming, while at the same time, a lot of awareness of how I need to continue to make sure I'm managing my stress in a, in a very healthy manner, because as we get into December, I was telling uh, the woman this morning in my community is at Satori, how in, in Sadna, which is our daily meditation practice, how this month is only going to be like a, like a jumping ground to like even more like things happening in your life a lot quicker and just energy, meaning like energy is emotions. That's what emotions symbolize. Uh, energy is emotions in motion and so we feel these emotions as beings and when we are in a, a, in a new era of so much coming at us at the same time information just different uh, uh, access to so much more then that can be very overwhelming to the nervous system which causes energy emotions which causes us to have nervous breakdowns and this is why I'm telling you as we move forward quantum changes like one day is going to change the way we relate to the world very instantaneously where in last you know in the last even 30 years to have massive evolution in human consciousness it took time it took many many years now breakthroughs in technology and and medical in healing in in the way we govern ourselves money stuff is going to be happening so quickly that we have to be really stable in the nervous system, be neutral, 
to it all, meaning emotionally intelligent, processing our emotions and dealing with our karmic cycles in our past, because we can't just keep running away and deal with all the emotions of that, as well as now also now you have to deal with the uh, the overwhelmment of being a human in this new information overload. And so December is like this platform where we have a lot of a big opportunity to like tune in and to settle ourselves within, find the peace inside of us so that whatever outside of us is changing massively and quickly doesn't impact us as heavily. And so December is going to bring a lot of of, uh, opportunity with the cosmos as it relates to like planets moving forward, a lot less retrograde. The first week you're going to be already feeling like the essence of like the fogginess start to lift where more of us are going to feel more grounded and, and taking the action we need to take forward because on December 3rd, we have the Neptune, the planet who has been retrograde, who causes a lot of fogginess, have, playing a little bit of a challenging situation in us where we're kind of confused or just not fully ready to like jump into our truth and and, and this uh, rebirth we've been through because that's what's been happening like the last few months especially eclipse season it's like changes to your life a new direction and downloads awareness of truths and just guidance right going back to this intuitive inner voice that the greats who have ever created anything amazing have have actually basically listen to whether you're talking about a great breakthrough in technology or whether you're talking a great breakthrough in healthcare or a great invention it's because they've tapped into this inner voice and that's going to be imperative in December the one thing that I will say that is the tipping point of all that is happening in December to prepare for is the winter solstice now Jogi Bhajan the great tantric master who brought kundalini yoga from the east to the west he was quoted as saying that there's two most important days in the in the year for a human being to meditate. And those two times are the winter and the summer solstice. And the reason that is, is because this is like a rebirth of not, not just spiritually, which is why we celebrate like Christmas and so many other spiritual traditions of, of the birth of the light and away from the shadow period that we just left, which is Scorpio season and eclipse season but this is the light you are the light and so to allow the light to be born within these are times of celebration of happiness and and to celebrate the darkness as well all the things that we've learned there right to get to the light and and physically our bodies change a ton like the mucus and the membranes start to secrete differently our blood goes through like this whole uh rebirth process where we get brand new blood so like the 10 days especially following the winter solstice which is on december 21st is time for you to really be conscious and mindful of eating really beautiful wonderful foods of of being with family of having the parties right of doing all these things that are going to keep you in this in this in the celebration of a birth so these are times of rebranding of, of reinventing yourself, of of a great awareness of, of all this power that you harness within to take action upon your goals and intentions for 2023 and beyond. And so December is going to prove a milestone month of closing of chapters, of, of new cycles beginning for so many people. I have so much going on, like personally, December, I can't believe it's here already, but we've been planning for more than a year, our 25th wedding anniversary and vows renewal, 
My husband and I are going to celebrate 25 years being married. Incredible. We've been married since high school, since known each other since junior high. And in December, on December 6th, is actually our 25th wedding anniversary. So we've been planning our vows renewal in this beautiful pueblo in Mexico known as San Miguel de Allende. Some of you have been keeping up with my stories and, you know, I've been sharing more and more about it. It's just something really beautiful and unbelievable for us. And now it's here. It's going to be on December. It's like a three-day party, December 9th, 10th, and 11th in uh, Mexico. And uh, all of our family is going to be there. And it's just something that I have just, I couldn't have planned it more beautifully with the divine, with God herself. This is a big cycle that we're closing and we are inviting our ancestors to come and be part of the celebration as we're also hosting like a spiritual ceremony the day before. So I have like now it's hit me that it's like right around the corner. I have not felt like worried because I had a I have a really awesome wedding planner in San Miguel de Allende. So if any of you want to get married in San Miguel de Allende, let me know because this guy's amazing. He's really awesome and professional. And so it's honestly, everything has worked out beautifully, even from being not in Mexico, being in the United States and planning it from here. Everything has been just meticulous. And I have, it's not that it's just like now I'm emotional and, and I, and I feel like crying all the time because it's just like, I can't believe this is happening. And, and I, and everything has just been so beautiful that I have a lot of, of, of gratitude and a lot of humility for the journey and so I'll keep you all posted a little bit on that. Next week, I'll actually be in Mexico. We're going to start uh, leaving. We're leaving a week early, spending time with our family in, in the ranchito where I was born. Our in-laws are coming with us. My parents are going to be there. My sisters, my brother. I mean, it's this is very sacred to us because now all of us are going to be together where specifically our ancestors came from, where I was born. This has like never happened for our family. So when I tell you that it's beyond like a party, it's 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 a closing of a cycle for of so many things in our lineage that it just brings me so much joy and happiness. And so next week I'm gonna be in Mexico and Mexico. So I'll, I'll still be going live, but I just don't know exactly what time. So just uh, keep your notifications on if you're on Instagram or on um, uh, Facebook. And uh, I'll share a little bit more of ancestral healing lineage and things of that nature, especially being from over there, the things that are happening. And so uh, December is a very beautiful month, of course, to bring together just all of the awareness of what you've been through in the year and to prepare for your success for 2023. Because if you're not preparing for your success, then what are you preparing for, right? And so, so today I wanna talk a little bit about this guidance and why some of us are, are a lot more successful in not only listening to the guidance, but actually healing and disrupting these patterns that we're on so much of the day, whether they're wreaking havoc in your relationships, romantic or even personal relationships, whether they're wreaking havoc in your prosperity, plateaus, or perhaps in continuous uh, illness situations where there's anxiety, there's trauma, there's abuse. All of these are patterns, believe it or not, that if we're not aware of them, they can continue to uh, be part of who we are and then our children's lives as well. And the one thing that is very important to develop, and this is what we're going to talk about today, that is what scares most women, most people from the journey of, of self-healing, of meditation, of going within, of, of finding moments of stillness, 
is this one thing that we're discussing today that once developed and once you set up a specific routine, just like the way you would with going to the gym or perhaps even taking your supplements, it's preventive medicine, that it starts to expand. And once it starts to expand, as you develop it like a strong muscle, you start to gain a deeper knowledge of who you truly are and of what your true purpose of incarnation is even, which is to realize that you are God herself realizing herself through you. And so the one thing that is very important to develop on your journey of disrupting these patterns is what is known as awareness. And I want to take a moment to talk a little bit about awareness because last week we talked about how vitality, how a lot of us fail on the healing journey. We stop the meditation practice. We stop uh, the psychotherapy work. We stop, you know, even sitting still and going within because not because we're lazy or we're not good enough or this just doesn't work. The truth is, is that the reason why we stop it is because we actually are not, we don't have energy. We don't have chi to have the vitality to literally move through even a minute of meditation or sit still for even 30 seconds. And the reason that that is, and if you go check out my last video, which you can catch on YouTube and or as a replay also as on a podcast, you can find us on Spotify or anywhere where, where you listen to uh, a podcast when we, we don't deal with your emotions and we don't have a daily regimen, especially of processing these emotions, these emotions are, are taking up our energy, which is why we go and seek out caffeine or uh, things that basically give us the illusion of energy. And this is also why we give up on the inner healing journey, because we don't have enough energy to even sustain the overwhelm that we're going through because of the stress and the emotions that we're dealing with from our patterns, right? And so the one thing that becomes vital is raising our energy levels naturally, which again, in that episode, you learn how to actually do that. And today, we need to then understand that as we raise those energy levels, what starts to happen is awareness. And this is why when I sit with women who are ready to join like my academy, which is my eight week or eight week, you have 120 days to complete it group coaching program where you have a literally lifestyle rebirth and change to increase energy, but also to increase awareness. But when I do the, uh, they apply for the academy and then we do a 15 minute call to make sure it's a good fit for all of us. That's the one thing that scares most people away, not just women. It's, it's, are you ready to become aware, aware of yourself as the problem, as well as the solution. And that's what gets really uncomfortable because when you learn to sit with yourself, it's not about going in a coma. It's about becoming aware of what is it that your mind is thinking and processing, right? To be able to stand outside of that pattern of thoughts you constantly tell yourself so that you become aware and learn how to change what you can change and accept what you cannot change. It's that serenity prayer, right? And the thing about awareness is that it really scares us. And it scares us because when we become aware, we have to let go of our victim story. So most of us, we're programmed. We don't even believe it. We're programmed or we have been under some kind of traumatic pattern of abuse, of neglect, of not being good enough, of 
anxiety, of depression, of hitting the same problems with money and relationships. We've been on that program so long that our mind, our subconscious mind has developed an attachment to that story, which then develops the victim mentality. I don't believe anyone chooses to be a victim to their circumstances or to their life consciously. This happens unconsciously. And we've talked about this many times before, and I'm going to develop an episode just on victimhood, but it is also a biophysical problem because we know that when you've been through trauma, your brain structurally changes, your nervous system changes. So it's not behavioral that we are victims and blaming an outside world or our ancestors or the past for how we are today. We're not doing, we're not choosing to do this. It happens as a reflex to the fact that your brain is not functioning and that your nervous system is not functioning. So what starts to happen is as you start to do the inner work, and I'm going to talk about specifically Kundalini yoga today, because Kundalini yoga is the mother of awareness. So think of it this way. As you start to do the inner work of meditation, you start to bring oxygen to areas of the brain that it's never received oxygen. You start to basically allow the brain to then secrete chemicals into the body that are good for healing, not toxins like uh, cortisol. That's the stress hormone uh, that is released. If we don't manage it, manage it, it makes us sick. Versus when you're meditating, you release these hormones that are now purifying and that are now stabilizing the nervous system. And when you stabilize the nervous system, the nervous system metaphysically literally means consciousness. When you have a stable nervous system that is neutral, balanced, that has receiving oxygen through breath, through mantra repetition, that's what meditation is, then it's functioning and processing emotions. So you're able to be more present. You're not your victim story, your past, right? And you're also not trying to move into the future all the time, like a hungry ghost, right? So nervous system allows you to be in the present with, in the presence more. That's what meditation gives you as a gift, present moment awareness, present so that you can be powerful in your business, listen to what your employees are really asking or where the disconnect is, powerful as a mother, so you could be present with your children, powerful as a wife, so you could be present for your significant other, right? So as you stabilize the nervous system, you're more conscious. That's what the inner work gives us. If you're more conscious, you're more present in the now, which metaphysically, what that means is that you're expanding your consciousness. Most of us have a very limited consciousness because we're on that subconscious program of our ancestors. We don't do the inner work of meditation. And so because we're constantly on an unconscious program, we're not even aware of, of we're not worthy, our nervous system is collapsed and it's not expanded, meaning it doesn't really know who you are, the true essence, not all of the programs of patterns of abuse. It's the true essence of who you are, which ultimately we're God herself realizing herself through us. That triggers so many people. Why? Because we don't feel worthy of that. We've been programmed to believe that there's a God judging us from good and bad. What that really is, is that an unhealed, uncontrolled mind. When you do the inner work of meditation, you start to be able to neutralize your mind and you become its master and not its slave. 
So you become aware, your nervous system starts to become more stable. Then your consciousness expands and you start to become aware of the stories you keep telling yourself. And when you set up a daily appointment with yourself, which is what I call sadhana, this is your daily spiritual practice with you, you stabilize that nervous system, you create spiritual intimacy, and you're able to stand outside of those stories that you keep telling yourself. This is what creates expanded consciousness awareness, and this is what creates instantaneous healing and transformation. Now, does it happen every time you meditate? No, every time you meditate, you come humbly to your seating position. You practice for as little or as long as you need to, three minutes to 11 minutes. You let go, but you know you have an appointment with self that constantly is going to help you grow this awareness so that you don't victimize yourself and you don't stay in the pattern of this life never works out for me. I always get bad luck in relationships. I'll never be able to make more money than the money that I'm making right now. I'm not worthy of having a peaceful life. Those are all programs. I need to work hard in order to make money. Program, 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 program. The more you stable the nervous system, you become aware of these programs, which then you have the tools. This is what meditation does, mantra, specific mantras, chanting them. You have the tools for breathing techniques to then disrupt that pattern and to align with a brand new story, which is the story of your truth, the story of your essence. And so how this works holistically, body, mind, and spirit, and this is why, like, for example, like traditional talk therapy has such low success rates or why the Western approach of medicine, which is only looking at symptoms, has such low success rates. The reason that is, is because we're not looking at the body, mind, spirit. These patterns exist, body, mind, and spirit. It's not a coincidence that you keep repeating toxic relationship patterns that your mother did and that your great-grandmother did. It's not a coincidence that all of you have the same abuse programs, the same trauma programs. It's not a coincidence that you have the same anxiety disorders or nervous system disorders. It's not a coincidence that you have the same stories and you keep repeating the same stories with your children. So these are patterns that in order to be healed at the root cause have to be addressed holistically, body, mind, and spirit. And so how I've shared with you in a few moments ago, how we do that is through the awareness, right? And so the more you, the, as you practice the inner work of meditation, you gain the awareness. And so the three ways that it actually works is that first, if you think about the spiritual, Okay, so the spiritual aspect is developing an intimate relationship with yourself so you can start to trust yourself. So you can listen to that inner voice and not only listen to the inner voice of which most women are listening to, which is the one of judgment of you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. You're not worthy. You're not enough. We every moment of our life, we have a choice of listening to the voice of love or the voice of fear. As you start to gain your awareness through meditation and the inner work, you start to make a conscious decision to what voice you're going to listen to. So you start to make a conscious relationship with God, with the divine that lives within you. No dogmas, no rules, no gurus, no priests, the divinity that lies within you, that does not judge you, that accepts you. Because ultimately, healing is not changing. Healing is accepting. So as you start to open your awareness, you start to 
go beyond the, the finite self to the infinite self, which is you as a spiritual soul having this human experience. How that helps you in the brain is that you start to develop an area of the brain that starts to turn on. When people have a daily spiritual practices, scientists have proven that they develop an area of the brain that turns on that gives them an opportunity to have a 60% less chance of becoming addicted to anything and 40% less chance of suicide. If you wonder why so many people are hurting because of suicide and addiction has to do with their lack of spiritual intimacy, a lack of spiritual connection with something bigger than themselves. It affects your brain. So as you start to do the inner work, your awareness starts to grow and your spiritual connection becomes stronger. The brain starts to become stronger and you start to become more emotionally intelligent because you don't take everything so seriously and personal. You know that there's a bigger story to everything that is happening. And that's only when we're connected to the spiritual self. The second aspect of this is our body. Our body, as we start to gain awareness, first, through the spiritual work, we detach from believing we're just the body, but we honor the temple, right? We don't worship the temple where we're afraid to die. We honor the house and temple that hosts our consciousness, but the biophysical uh, uh, incredible benefits that you get from meditation and awareness are nervous system stabilization brain agility because it brings oxygen to the brain which means now like a computer you're able to process information a lot faster yes we're living in the age of information and yes people's nervous systems are crashing and their and their brains look like 90 year old brains even though they're only 25 why because there's no oxygen coming into the brain and they're processing information all day they're on twitter on youtube on tiktok process 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 So as you start to do the inner work of meditation, your awareness grows, your brain becomes more agile. You start to be, the neurons start to function faster. So that means that even if you're processing a lot of information throughout your day, the computer is constantly getting upgraded. That's what happens in your meditation practice every single day. It's like an upgrade to the computer so it can go out and be the best functioning uh, brain or uh, computer out in this new demanding time where there's a lot of information coming to us. And as the brain starts to get healthier through the inner work, your nervous system starts to get healthier, which means you're more stable, you're more emotionally intelligent. You work with emotions to create, not to destroy. You're able to be separate from the emotion, knowing you're not the emotion, but something that's part of you in that moment in time and space as a sign and signal. This is where intuition comes. When someone can be with their emotions and not deny them, that's a powerful being. Because once you're able to use them to create something instead of to destroy, you're unstoppable pretty much. So your body takes beautiful benefits in this work of awareness that you change the attachment and codependency and fear of death and connection to it. You actually allow yourself to see the changes that are happening through the transformation of your nervous system and your brain, which then takes us to your mind. So it heals spiritually, it heals physically, and the mind is the most important thing. See, we all were given a powerful mind, but no one was given instructions on how to use it. And the mind is where the subconscious programs are constantly running. And through awareness, what starts to happen is that you start to develop what is known as the neutral mind. That's truly what a yogi is. 
A yogi is one that can sit in neutrality and scope out a situation because we don't do this work so nothing bad happens to us. We don't judge things as bad or even good. Like you don't, your ego doesn't inflate itself also because now you've helped someone attain success or healing. You realize that that's a God working through you as well because you have to be careful with the ego now attaching itself to new roles and all these different things, right? Or identities. And so what starts to happen is as you start to gain awareness, you start to basically are able to sit in the neutral mind, which is the ability to assess a situation without reacting. Most of us are reactive because we're on some kind of subconscious program. It's how we've always responded. And so we're not aware of that. And we keep doing the response, which keeps creating the program, the problem. So it's only if we respond differently to the problem that we get a different result. And we're not, our nervous systems are not stable enough to realize that, or our mind is so on the judgment part. It's not in neutrality that it's so in conviction of the problem that it's not aligned with the solution. Wherever there is a problem, there's a solution on the other end. Otherwise, the problem would not exist. But when you don't have a neutral mind, you mostly are aligned with the problem. And all of that stems from the subconscious programs that we have from our ancestral toxic karmic patterns that we can truly break and disrupt through the uh, work of awareness. And so as you can see, when we start to do the inner work, as we expand our awareness, we expand our consciousness, what is addressed is the body the mind and the spirit and through addressing those three aspects with specific meditations specific sound frequencies that you chant to change the frequency of your body thoughts feelings and emotions then what starts to happen is you start to ultimately uh, live a life of self-realization of awareness of yourself as an infinite being and this is not something far-fetched this is our life this is our purpose and i think there's a lot of real life examples that I can give you nowadays where people are living in this state of awareness consistently. And one easy one that I can tell you is uh, Eckhart Tolle, who is the author of A Power of Now, who also wrote A New Earth. I don't know if any of you have read his books or have heard of him. Uh, let me know in the comments here below or, or in the uh, chat here, because uh, Eckhart Tolle is actually probably the spiritual teacher that started me on my spiritual path back in 2008 when I first started my spiritual begin uh, my spiritual awakening first began and Eckhart Tolle is somebody that if you listen to on like YouTube or even you buy his books my I remember when I was listening to him back in 2008 my son at that point was only like two years old and he would listen to him as well on car rides with me. And one day my son said, mom, is that God? Like he literally thought that Eckhart Tolle was God. Such an innocence, you know, asking that question. And I can see why. And, and it's this energy that, that Eckhart Tolle just projects out. He, he, is, he is in the neutral mind. He's a yogi. He is very much, his consciousness has expanded like beyond believing that he's just the body he's connected to something bigger than himself he he is neutrality he's awareness and he teaches a lot on awareness too and so that's an example of somebody who is conscious and aware and who has disrupted ancestral programming 
and he doesn't live in a cave or he doesn't like live you know not dressing the way he wants or having to you know eat certain foods like he's he's still himself he's actually that is what self-realization is god herself realizing herself through you through awareness is being you like fully you like never apologizing for who you are accepting yourself authentically showing all of you to the world and that's what all of us are seeking we are the reason we're so tired is because we're tired of the programs we're under that tell us that we're not worthy that we're not good enough that life has to be difficult or that if I do let go of these belief systems who would I be well you would be sovereignty and you would be peace and I think Eckhart Tolle really represents a great example of modern day what all of us can attain and what we're all here to attain and and so wholly deserve and so tap into that because as you start to gain more awareness of yourself it gets really scary because you start to realize how much of those problems exist within you I was listening to I was looking at one of my memories from Facebook from a few years ago back in in 2013 I think and it was from that movie um Eat Pray Love and I don't know if any of you have seen that movie, but when I first saw it, oh my gosh, 2013 was one of my most karmic years. That's when I, my healing like started to come back. I started the healing. I was like in complete dark shadow ages from like 2008 to 2012, like when the Mayans predicted the end of the world. And then 2013 was like my big turning point uh, of like me coming around and, and, and going deeper into my healing journey. And during that time that I was listening or I was watching that movie, Eat, Pray, Love. And uh, Liz said this quote that I shared with everyone on Facebook that I want to share with you today to kind of close out what we're talking about here and how powerful awareness is in your life. But Liz said in that movie, if you are brave enough to leave behind everything familiar and comforting and set, out and set out on a truth-seeking journey, either externally or internally. And if you are truly willing to regard everything that happens to you on that journey as a clue, and if you're prepared, most of all, if you're prepared, most of all, to face and forgive some very difficult realities about yourself then truth will not be withheld from you and that's what Liz says from eat pray love and that is really a perfect way to summarize what we're talking about here if you are prepared most of all to face and forgive to face and forgive some very difficult realities about yourself that is the journey of awareness the truth will not be withheld from you and to live in truth is to live in sovereignty so if you'd like to know more information about this inner work what i call the sw method eight swc method to disrupt ancestral karmic patterns if you're truly ready to go on this journey inner journey of disrupting these patterns at the core so you can gain the awareness to face yourself with courage and to forgive yourself 
because that's a very important part of the journey. Then you can click on the link in my bio and sign up for my free master class on disrupting ancestral karmic cycles. Over it, I go in detail over what these disruptive patterns are, what my SWC method is, how to disrupt these ancestral patterns. So this is a time for you to truly tap in and to pull from that courage that has been guiding you for some time now and to say it starts with me. Not only does it the pattern start stop with me, but I am also the incredible soul that gets to start a brand new cycle for my lineage. So check out that free master class. It's going to give you a lot more information on that. And of course, check out my last video. Like I said, that's where I go deeper into understanding vitality and chakra so you can truly understand what we're talking about here today. And I will see you again on Wednesday, ladies, so we can meditate together. I have a very, very special meditation for us that is going to help you specifically with awareness that is going to help you bring awareness to whatever it is that is blocking you so that you can release it and actually create a brand new pattern of sovereignty so i'll see you again on wednesday on youtube at 11 a.m mountain standard time sending you all so much love and so many blessings as we all welcome also this beautiful month of december Let's close out 2022 with a lot of gratitude, with a lot of humility, and with a lot of sovereignty. Wishing you a blessed rest of your day. Sadna. So, no.